Everybody, welcome to Talk It Out Podcast. This is your girl, Gabby. And we are back with another episode. We've been on the hiatus. We have left the face of the earth. Yet we are here again. As you can see or hear, Joy is not here. But it's all right. We're coming back to you guys. If you would like an update on our lives and why we have not been here. It's been kind of eventful, but not really. Um, hit us up and we'll, we'll, we'll make a bonus episode and, and fill y'all in. There's been a lot of stuff going on, but uh, we're here and we still we still like to talk it out. We still like to debate it out and, and we're still here for you guys. All right, remember, hit us up on social media, facebook.com slash talkitoutpodcast, instagram.com slash talkitoutpodcast, twitter.com slash talkitout underscore pod. Use the hashtag talkitoutpod for a retweet. Let's get into this episode. Okay, we got it. We got a couple things on the docket. We're going to talk about Kaepernick and Nike because we missed that. Um, Talk a little more into the economics of it all. Um, Does representation mean liberation? Next thing we're going to talk about is the anti-social justice movement that is, is coming out like waves. The anti-social justice warrior movement. Why is there such disdain for uh, social justice people? People fighting for social justice. We'll talk about that. And then we'll talk about a, a post that was shared by KT on Instagram talking about how um, a lot of times the empower, self-empowerment movement will talk a lot about uh, embrace your ugly or your ugly is it's okay to be ugly or your ugly is beautiful. Like just different things about ugly. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. Is it a good thing to embrace your ugly? Is it good to identify yourself as ugly or certain qualities as ugly? We'll get right into it. All right. First on the docket, Nike Kaepernick. Um, Everybody pretty much knows nothing too much I got to fill you in on as far as um, that goes, except that if, unless you've been living under a rock, Kaepernick got signed to a deal with Nike. And um, they released an ad that uh, had Kaepernick, Serena, some other um, athletic people. It was kind of just like a motivational ad. And because of that, because Kaepernick was signed, then the quote-unquote Patriots have um, gone on a boycotting spree. And they're cutting up the Nike logo, saying they refuse to wear Nike, this, that, and the other. It, it really is not surprising at all like I didn't even bat an eye um KT what did you think about first of all Nike signing Kaepernick were you surprised that they signed him given that he was such a polarizing figure uh to answer your question no I was not surprised um but the reason why I'm not surprised is because like it's a marketing ploy ploy Think of like the the majority of their buyers, like who they are. Um, think of think of basically how Nike or who Nike is branding their products to. So when you think of it like that, then definitely no, like it, it's not surprising. I think that uh, Nike has basically put their face at the front of the the movement, though, so to speak, uh, kind of taking away from the whole uh, purpose of the movement to begin with. But besides that, no, I, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I think it's a little, little late in the game. But besides that, yeah, I agree. Um, I don't even think they put their face on the movement because the 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 ad wasn't even about 
what Kaepernick was protesting. It was just like stand for something, you know, believe in yourself. Like they, they just used him to create buzz, and it was perfect. And that's what that's where I'm just like, come on, people. Like, can we tell y'all time and time again, capitalism, but even black capitalism, even though this is not a black company, will not save you. And I understand, like. Even me, like, I be talking about, like, I don't really care about what white folks think. But it, it does kind of just fill you up with glee when they get angry over these little petty things. But as far as people, like, saying, I'm finna buy Nike, I'm finna go buy me some Nike, I'm finna give me a Nike track shoot to make, to make the white folks mad. Like, first of all, why are, you that, why are you that concerned about white folks being mad? I guess it can be cathartic. But then, like... You're spending money in support of Kaepernick, but how is it really support? Like, it's like these corporations have fully embraced at this moment the social justice movement without embracing the social justice movement. These Nike, by, by signing Kaepernick without saying it, implied, hey, we down with, with what Kaepernick's saying. Without being too politically incorrect. Yeah. Yeah, you know no, what I'm saying? True, true. But it's like they didn't even say that. They didn't even have to say it because some of us just like, oh, Nike, Nike woke, Nike woke. No, Nike knows that black folks buy a lot of their stuff and majority of the athletes signed to them are African American. Mm-hmm. So they do not want to, they don't want to anger that base and they want to increase sales. Then look at everybody saying, I'm buying Nike, I'm buying Nike, I'm buying Nike. I mean, we already brought Nikes, but now folks is going out of their way to buy Nikes because they feel like, oh, Nikes woke. Like, come on, y'all, please. I understand if it's just like you needed a pair of shoes, but if you're going out of your way to do this to say, I support Kaepernick or I'm just doing this to spite white folks, like, really, you think spending money, y'all think about this for a second. Giving money to an already multi-billion dollar corporation. How is that how is that furthering our liberation at all? How? It's Stop not. it. So uh Gabby, I want to ask you a question in relation to this. I was listening to this debate. I can't remember who it was, but the the white guy in the debate, I'm gonna play devil's advocate, he says that um all of this time, the social justice warriors have been saying that the NFL um, basically um, not standing behind Colin was a way to, like, influence media and, like, that's a horrible way to influence media because people should be able to do this and people should be able to do that, blah, blah, blah. But Nike's literally doing the same thing. What do you mean? Like, influencing media, like, uh, the NFL not supporting Colin in return has all these other like, white people basically, like, being racist and horrible. So now that they've been doing that, which they were already doing that to begin with, um, now Nike's doing kind of the same thing, but it's flipped. No, I don't understand. I don't understand what you're talking about. I don't understand what that is. Like, they haven't, they haven't even said, they have not even said, that's what I'm saying. Colin Kaepernick, the whole reason he was, he was kicked off the team was because he kneeled because he was protesting police brutality. Nowhere in there did he say anything about police brutality. So it's not even like, 
like they're saying Nike's trying to get everybody to go on Colin's side. Like, no, the people they're they're marketing to are already on Colin Kaepernick's side. They understand they are they are distancing themselves from the Make America Great Again. But them people weren't even wearing Nike like that. Like they probably, you know, they get the little Sears shoes or little whatever rec room Nikes. But as far as just like buying Nike, like fully Nike, they, they more more than likely they were not those people. And so I don't be think. Honest, like, why are you burning shoes that you had already purchased? This is not a boycott, <laughs> y'all. Really. They try not cutting, to break the law. And cutting things that you already purchased, that doesn't make sense. Like, what? Right. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't understand it, but I mean. Help them. Help but yeah, just. Just that, just that tip of. Now it's like. At a certain point, like you no, know, we have the two the two different sides where it's like H and M, the coolest monkey in the planet. Boycott, 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 because the black dollar is very important. But you also have to remember that when people are pandering to you as well, mm-hmm. the black dollar is very important and powerful. And people will do what they gotta do to um to make their money. And I it's that doesn't mean you don't support Kaepernick. Because you're not buying the I support Kaepernick's shirt. No matter what, the dude going to get his money. But I think a lot of times we kind of got to take a step back because we get hype. But a lot of times, like, uh, the inter- Instagram lady, whatever Jill is Black said, a lot of times us as African Americans, we view progress as representation. So a lot of times when we say, oh, black people have gone a long way, they'll name people like, Barack Obama, Oprah Winfrey, um, who else would they name? Uh, Morgan Freeman. These are all people in the public eye. This is just you seeing yourself on TV. Has much changed for black people as a whole? Not at all. I mean, we're not treated all the way as second class citizens, but you cannot use uh, being in the media as a litmus test of progress because it's not. Just because you buy a pair of Nike shoes or I support Kaepernick shoes does not mean if you're getting any any closer to ending police brutality. I just want y'all to know that. Mm. Um, but yeah, mm. bye bye. Okay, uh, I will let KT talk more on this other one because it's more up her alley. As you know, I mean, you just go on YouTube. Just go on YouTube and then just find some. Somebody saying something about the SJWs. Oh, these social justice warriors have just gone on the deep end and they're just extreme and they're rad film and all this type of stuff. Why do you think there is such disdain for people that are fighting for social justice? Give me the, just give me whatever you think. <clears throat> give me your full answer. Oh. This is a very complex question, but also really simple, I think. Um, Okay, so why are there so many people? I would say there is so many people who are just so angry about it because they don't necessarily understand it. Um, A lot of people who are, like, doing this, a lot of people that are having these issues with people who are, you know, into social justice, a lot of times I've never experienced anything that would even put them into a quote-unquote category, uh, like a minority or, or like anything at all. They're normally just like white cisgendered men. 
Um, so they've never really had to experience anything like that that would make them um, make them a quote unquote other. It would never othered them. So I think a lot of times it's that they just don't understand it. Mm. Um, but also, I don't think that that's an excuse for how they act as well. Because if you don't understand something, then it's your place to go out there and find that information. If And if your information is just coming from, like, uh, Reddit, and it's some random thread, and you're just getting random information that's not necessarily true, uh, and then you're just applying it towards, like, women, you're applying it towards people of color, you're applying it towards literally anybody, then, like, that's just really terrible. So, yeah, that's that's my answer. And I agree with um, part part of it being uh, a place of privilege most of the time. Mm-hmm. Most of the people you see talking about their anti-social justice warriors are white men. Sometimes uh, men of other races. Um, sometimes women, white women as well. I mean, it, but mainly that's the main demographic. Um, people that haven't had to struggle as much. Um, that reminds me, like, these these preachers, they just released something that, I don't know, like, all these pastors, I don't know who it is, look it up, but it's something like their their response to the social justice movement, they were like, this goes against the Bible or something like that. Like, what? Okay, I'm pretty sure, G- okay, Jesus does not care about social justice. Jesus would not be fighting for gender equality and um, ending racism and homophobia and hate. Oh, that's just so anti-Jesus. Like, people just really just be off the chain. But I think also another part of it is um, what happens with any movement. You can always find the ones that are a little off. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just because you're in the movement or you're fighting for something doesn't mean you're always going to be. Everybody in there is going to be on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you will have those people that just be throwing stuff out there without any evidence. They just be saying the most outrageous stuff and really believe it. And, of course, people, they pick that up and they run with it and say, See, social justice warriors, they want to, like like when they do those Tumblr deep dives. (laughs) And it's like those people there, like, championing, like, for, like, Ne- necrophilia rights oh, no, or whatever. No. What was the one that we read? It was about like the rabies, uh, the rabies, yeah, rabies that stuff like that, funny. rabies equality, <laughs> like stuff like that. Like people like legit like have something wrong with them, or they're just trolling. People will go off there and say, Whoa! so it's because of that. Like it's already that they don't want to like white men. They don't want to believe they get privilege, so they're going to look out Busca and look out and find the craziest person so they can say well i don't this is what these what these folks think they just out of control and then these white men will go on to places like joe rogan's experience and talk about how the social justice wars are just out of control without any type of context and people they're just talking about those type of social justice warriors but if people don't know they'll think oh this is just what they are yeah this is just what they do this is just what they think you know what i'm saying so that's this part of it. Do you have any other things you want to say to it? 
I think it kind of like it reminds me of not just like quote unquote social justice warriors or whatever, but like feminism as well. Like a lot of times, whenever you tell someone, "Oh, I'm a feminist," they have like this horrible negative view of like who you are and what you do and how you like uh, you never shave your armpits, you never you free bleed, you do this, you do that, like. Yeah. Like, they have these horrible, like, views of you, which, not shaving your armpits and free bleeding, that's your choice, whatever. But, like, I think, yeah, no, I think it, it, goes, it goes along with that as well. Because a lot of people just, you just don't understand it. Because they don't understand it, they just take information from random media outlets, and they don't do their own research. So then they end up looking ignorant, but yeah. Very much so. Um, yeah, I think it's just... <clears throat> it's just interesting. You look at the people and the demographics are the same. You know, something I was noticing and I think is going to happen. The white atheist man and the white evangelicals eventually, probably, maybe not, but maybe, will join forces because they are just, both of them are just so against political correctness, as they said, social justice feminism what is this immigration why does he have to be an atheist because the white atheist men you know like the amazing atheists those type of people people. the meninist guys those they eventually one of these days they gonna they gonna find out they get more in common than they don't and they are going to because it's just like it's the same people it is i mean it's the same exact people it truly is they're they're the same. They're cousins. I mean, they might as well be brothers. So, um, it's just interesting. But I just, what do you guys think? Let let us know. What what do you think? There's so much this thing for people fighting for social justice because social justice in itself is just fighting for people to get their rights. Right. I mean, that's that's literally what it is. Cut and dry. Is it? What do you think about this? Is it the way that a lot of it gets portrayed on social media? by the people is it the way that we we uh do call out culture is it the way that we drag people is it the way that some, some folks I, I, I agree is the way that folks get cussed out is it the way that we don't allow people a chance to to learn what do you think about any of that stuff oh i don't think that's how what a lot of them folks think but i think that could be that could be an issue for some yeah i agree i think it, it definitely could be an issue for some like, if you are, like, necessarily trying to learn, like, uh, what was it the one time? Who was it? Somebody asked us, like, a crazy question in our inbox, and we just, like, completely wrote it off. I was just like, why are you asking me that, like, first of all? And, like, I, I kind of got a little bit defensive about it because it's, like, normally people who are trying to learn don't necessarily ask questions along these lines. And if you truly wanted to learn, you would, you know, like, find out on your own. So, yeah, that could I I could say that could definitely be a part of it. Like someone could probably get turned off by the fact that like if they ask the wrong question or something like that that they may be like shunned forever and looked at like as a certain way. But like truly and honestly, and I say this every time, I say this all the time, I you should not be asking people like there are so many forms online. There are so many things like Tumblr wise and and things along those lines where people have literally told their stories over and over and over. And it's your place as someone as an ally, maybe, or as someone who wants to learn about these things to go out and find that information. 
Um, I don't think that it is our place as uh, a black person, as a queer person, whatever, to educate people who want to be allies. I mean that, but that's just that's just my opinion. Mm. I think my view is still like that for the most part. Um, especially since I mean all of us get jobs. Like there's people that like get paid, like or there people that like can dedicate their lives to that. But as far as me, like we're my life has gotten extremely more busy as of late. And so like I'm not finna sit down and have no whole discussion with you. So so like that, like I just need you to go to Google and just find some folks. Because we not the ones we're not the ones to educate. That's not my job. I don't even know. I'm not even like I could tell you the right things, but as far as me, uh-uh, I don't have time I'm for that. Research and all that. I, I did it like a, uh, I did it years ago. I'm I'm still doing it on my own. Like there's things where you you if you want to learn, you're gonna learn on your own. You ain't gonna look for other people to help you out. Right. Well, uh, that's what we think. Like I said, uh, let us know what you think. If you have any uh, conflicting views, uh, hit us up. If you want to debate us on it, hit us up and we'll we'll get you on the show and let us know what you think. Alright, the last topic we're gonna talk about is um ugly. I get the concept of embracing ugliness, but I think in practice it's a terrible idea. Peter Maximoff from Tumblr. Like it doesn't subvert the beauty standards that already tell you you are. It still forces a label on you. You're either pretty or you're ugly. Like, I don't want to be either of those things. I just want to be allowed to exist. And like telling 15-year-olds to accept and embrace that they're ugly instead of educating them that the reason they think that is not because they are, but because of artificial standards created subliminally and explicitly by movies, makeup, companies, and magazines. And for especially for young women of color. Like, so many young girls think they're ugly because they don't have pale skin. They're not skinny. They have big brows, big noses, strong features. To tell them, yeah, you are ugly, embrace it. (laughs) It's just, yeah. Like, instead of undermining these standards and just letting them live without feeling like they need to change, it reinforces them. What do you think about that? Uh, What do I think about that? Uh, I mean, I posted it, so... Obviously, I think it's super duper true. Um, as a fat person, uh, all my life, like I've always been told, oh, just embrace your beauty, embrace your roles, embrace this. You're you're ugly and you're beautiful, like off SpongeBob. Am I ugly? And <laughs> like you know, um, yeah, I think I think that's completely true. I feel like if I would have been educated on the reason why. I feel like that I have to meet these unrealistic beauty standards that I would have probably not even tried to meet those at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like if I would have had this thought in my mind that, oh, that, you know, that that's unrealistic and that's just how media portrays women um, and that doesn't necessarily mean I have to be that way, then I feel like maybe my my self-esteem would probably be better when I was younger as like a, a fat person growing up. So yeah, I think that's I think that's really true. I I agree with that too. It's like it's like one of the things like reclaiming words. Yeah. Like it can go either way. Like if you really want to claim that reclaim that like you'd be like, ha okay, I'm ugly, I love it. You can call me ugly as whatever, but I know what I am. Like that that's if that's what you want to do. But as far as telling that to the youngins 
I don't think that's necessarily good because their brains. I don't. I don't know if that's good to put that in there. Maybe when they're older, they can uh, be able to decipher it and make a decision for themselves. But as far as what I would teach a child or young people or just people my age, like this is also artificial. Like just show them paintings from people like back in the day. Like these women were over here. These men had stockings and high heels and looked a mess, face pale. Women looked like skeletons sometimes. They looked overweight and chubby other times. It's like all this stuff is just, it's not even like DNA really. It's just kind of just you get shown these images a thousand times and eventually you start to think this is what beauty is. And so at that point you just be like, it doesn't matter. Don't even worry about what people think. If they think you ugly, they wrong. If they think you beautiful, it don't matter because all that matters is what you think of yourself. So, yeah, that, that really kind of, it kind of gives power to those people by saying, yeah, you're right. I'm ugly. Who are you? Who are you to say what I am? Who are you to even comment on my life? So, yeah, I do think that's kind of, I wouldn't do it for my children. Like, even if, like, I, who would ever tell their children, yes, you're ugly? But I would never <laughs> do, like, be, like, embrace that ugliness. Like, who are these people? Forget these folks. They run nothing. Nobody in this world runs nothing. We do not live in a kingdom. You can do whatever you want to do. If, the, if you think you're beautiful, you're beautiful. You got to know that within yourself. I read this I read this thing I don't know how true it is but I read this thing once and it was about like this girl who like felt some type of way because her mother like never uh, never like put makeup on her never like dressed her in her own clothes never you know never did those quote unquote typically girly things that the mother would do and as she grew older like she kind of had some resentment against her and then like she told she asked her mom you know like why did you do that and her mom was like, well, I, I didn't want to impose, you know, those unrealistic beauty standards on you. And I wanted you to decide for yourself whether or not that was something that you wanted to do or whether or not that was, you know, what you wanted to wear, whether or not. And so, like, I just I when you were talking about your kids, like, I just hope that like that's something I can do too. just explain to them like, hey, you're you're a human, and you're a person and you can make your own choices. and." Just because society says that you have to be this, this, and this, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to fall into those certain standards and, and things like that. Yeah. So, yeah. I agree. 100%. Um, we never have a debate. We always agree on this. Yeah, we pretty much do. But, um, but, but let us know what you guys think. Do you think that that's cool? Would you, would you let... Would you tell your children to embrace they ugly? You know what I'm saying? Would you even talk about beauty standards like, oh, you're pretty? Would you even call your children pretty? Like, would that even be something that you would do? Let us know. Hit us up on social media. Facebook.com slash Talk It Out Podcast. Instagram.com slash Talk It Out Podcast. Twitter.com slash Talk It Out underscore pod. Use hashtag Talk It Out Pod for a retweet. Again, a lot of stuff going on. Not necessarily podcast-wise. We're going to get back on it, y'all. We love podcasting. We love you guys. We know y'all missed us. 
We're going to come back with the heat and the fire as much as we can. Even if that means two episodes a month. We got you guys. Okay? Uh, yeah. Uh, we love you in the, in the housekeeping type of KT has been working out consistently. And she thinks she's getting stronger than me, but she's not. But I am. My muscles are bigger than yours at this point. And you're a hater. Just because. Just because. My muscles are bigger than yours. And I can lift more. Doesn't mean Neither of those things. That's a lie. That's true. But I'll let her believe that for her own sake. Um, alright guys. Thank you again for listening. This has been your girl, Gabby. And Katie. And this has been the Talk It's Out Podcast.